Hey, Griffin here. The guest mic is quiet at first, but we fixed that in like two minutes. So don't worry, everything's fine. Listen to a murder. Relax. Also, big Toronto news this week was that a naked man jumped into the Ripley's Aquarium. We recorded this episode before that happened. Now, where's Steve? Hey, Steve here. The murders on this show are not real murders. Believe it or not, they're completely made up. Enjoy the show. I wasn't sure if there was a uh, theme song that was going to play or not. So, yes. Yes. The uh, is there yes. will be. Uh, that happens in post. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, the reason... When are we going to start recording? ...that my co-host doesn't know what's going on uh, is because he's a guest co-host this week. Matt, hello. Yes. Hello. And I just wandered off the street, sat in a chair, and I was given no instruction over what was going to happen. Thanks, Griff. <laughs> uh, I'm Griffin. This is Kill to Death. We solve murders. Yes. Uh, Matt, in your f- free time, for fun, yep. you work at a big fancy theater. I do, for fun, yes. I'm yeah. not paid at all. I just wander in, like this show. And they offer to pay you. They give me Fireball. They give me a half Mickey of Fireball every time, and I say it's too much. <laughs> that This is worth an hour of my time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what we're going to do, we're going to count down our top five winter releases. We've got some premieres happening for exciting plays this winter. Win- oh, okay. Like so, there's some upcoming plays premiering I, in Toronto. When you said winter releases, I thought you meant like tobogganing, like things that release stress. You can oh, release stress, got not release the toboggan down the hill. Well, I mean, there's three different ways to look at tobogganing: releasing stress, releasing stress, releasing it down the hill, and releasing. Uh, uh, I guess there. Oh no, I meant two. Two. There's two <laughs> ways to look at tobogganing. Uh, Matt, what are you most excited to see? Um, is there a new Avengers coming out? Uh, on stage, yes. Yeah, the new Avengers yeah. show. Yeah, um, definitely. I, I believe that's uh, uh, Sir Robert Gilgood uh, playing at the Old Vic um, in London, and I'm going to make a trip out there uh, specifically to see the show. Oh, so these aren't even Toronto specific premieres. We're excited for. No, we're excited for London. We're excited for Barry. Honestly, anywhere you can put on theater for sure. And when you said you were going to do a top five, I thought they'd be like top five, um, uh, like favorite spaghetti recipes or like just something like a little bit easier uh, than uh, top five releases for winter. Uh, what's okay. your what's the win- uh, release you're looking forward to the most? Uh, it's a lot like uh, uh, Mamma Mia is to ABBA. Mm. It's called I Wish, and it's for Skilo. Okay. And it's kind of it's mainly it's mainly just the song I Wish over and over and over. How does that go again? Uh, it's, uh, I wish I was a little bit taller, I wish I was a baller, uh, I wish I had a girl who looked good, I would call her, I wish I had a rabbit, I wish I had a bat, and I wish I had a bat, a hat, and a 64 Impala. Oh, is that what that last line is? I never knew what that was. 64 Impala. I, as a kid, I always thought it was, and a six foot ball. <laughs> <laughs> like... Why does he want a six foot ball? I don't know. I didn't play basketball. I was just like, I guess he just wants a giant ball. It's one of those things that you never really like think of. You just get it in your head. Uh, there are lines about basketball in the song as well. Yeah. I, I love I... basketball. It's my favorite sport. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's the release I'm looking forward to the most is DeMar is... DeRozan returning to the Air Canada Center. Oh, San released San from Spurs. Toronto. Yeah, really released to the Spurs. Uh, for sure. Yeah, I'm excited uh, for Brian Colangelo. He's oh. my favorite player. Yes, he's had a great year. Yeah, <laughs> Nothing, he's no also been released. Yes, he has uh, from all basketball-related duties forever. 
Uh, uh, this is getting too niche into basketball. And I'd like to bring it back into what people came here for, and that's death. That the was... victim. Oh, sorry. Yes? No, what was that? Let's debrief. I was How was say, that for you? I say, I think, you know, terrible banter. I think we did. Okay. I, I think I did a terrible job. I think you did a solid job. Thank you. I was expecting, because you're kind of like a harsh guy. I'm harsh. I'm harsh. I'm mean. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a teacher. I don't like people. Yeah. <laughs> so that means a lot. Thank you. You're welcome. The victim. Samuel Fisher. Found dead in an aquarium. Hmm. Today's guest. Lana Termack. Owner of the aquarium. Lana, hello. Hi there. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you? Great, thank you. I mean, considering everything. <laughs> yeah, and that is the body? Or Absolutely. that is the banter? It's a little bit of both, to be honest. Both were painful to listen to and watch. So wait, you listened to the death and watched it as well? well but you're going to be super helpful. The sound of the fish screaming. I mean, it was just it was just dreadful. Now, is it kind of muffled? Is it, uh, You know, when you take your finger and you put it in front of your mouth and you swish it up and down while you talk to make it sound like you're underwater. Yes, it was just like that. <laughs> So, um, question. I, I don't really know fish necessarily to be um, uh, creatures that scream. Um, so, are these regular fish? Are these like human fish hybrids? Like, what what type of fish do you have in this aquarium? Um, these are rare tropical fish. Mm. Oh, the tropical. That's right. what kind so of fish you, you seen, have. Have you seen the movie Finding Nemo? I, I have. Yes. I'm right. excited so to see that on stage. I'm going to fill the Mervish up to the third floor, have people just swim around. Only nine people get to watch it per show. The nine people in the top row of the Mervish Theater. The rest is filled with water. <laughs> so yes, uh, we have seen Finding Nemo. Yeah, similar to that. Uh, similar kinds of fish? Absolutely. So yes. so uh, Finding Nemo is is uh, uh, has a lot of celebrities uh, that do the voices. So Brad do Garrett? Ha- Pardon? Brad Garrett? I mean, let's assume that's a celebrity. Uh, it's Bra- who is Brad Garrett? Uh, the brother from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond who touches the food to his chin. He is one of the voices in Finding Nemo. I'm a cool guy. Okay. Um, oh, man. Killer shades. Uh, so, yeah. So, Finding Nemo is voiced by a lot of celebrities. So, are the uh, uh, fish in your tank voiced by celebrities as well? Yes, of course. I mean, I've got quite the prestige tank. Oh, uh, who who do you think is the biggest name you've got voicing one of your fish? Oh, well, I mean, I've got to say probably Marcus Riley. Marcus, the Marcus Riley. Absolutely. From? From all of those movies. Marcus Riley. <laughs> yeah. So is he like an independent type of actor? Absolutely. It's, it's indie films, really. Oh, indie films. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess he was like in search of some part-time work, you know, and so he voiced some yeah. of the... Yeah, do you uh, know, do you pay him to just kind of crouch behind the aquarium? How does this arrangement work? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, he teaches the fish how to imitate his voice. Oh, understood. Okay. Yeah. The fish really speak. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh, okay, excellent. Um, yeah, so, uh, does, does, what, what, what... You're they... doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> so... <laughs> Did they, did you ask, did they tell you about, like, anything about the murder, the fish themselves? Yeah, have you talked to the fish since? I did. I I interviewed each and every one of them because I needed to know how they felt. And, you know, it was little Simon that was really traumatized. Now, what kind of fish is he? He's the small yellow fish. Okay, so you're not really that into the the science of your aquarium, just kind of aesthetics. Exactly, yes. Okay. Yeah, he has the purple tail, and he was the most traumatized. I mean, he screamed for days. Who does his voice? Oh, you know, that's just Jules. 
Riley. Oh, no, Riley. <laughs> Riley. Marcus's brother. So is it a family then that does all the voices for the people in your town? Marcus, Riley, Almost, Drew, Riley, yeah. John C. Yeah, exactly. John C. Riley. Wait, you didn't yes. you didn't lead with John C. Riley as the most famous person. Well, I mean, I figured everybody knows John. Well, everyone knows John does the voice of one of your fish. Oh, of excellent. Of course, yes. I don't know how that slipped through the cracks. Uh, of course. So, yeah, let's tell us a bit about your aquarium first of all. How big is this? Oh, it's just massive. I mean, it's probably bigger than your entire apartment. Wow, so 400 square feet. At <laughs> least. Oh, maybe 5. Is that including Eric's room? Right, Absolutely. Okay. Mhm. Yeah. That's huge. It's massive. Are you, uh, this is, there's no good way to word this question, uh, are you wealthy? And we can um, go around and I'll answer this. Right. Okay. I, I would like to say I am considered to be quite wealthy, yes. Wow, okay. Yes. I am rich in all sorts of ways, not just money. Oh. Right. What else do you have? I have all the riches of the world. So you're not just rich, but you also have all the riches in the world. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So have you, like, um... Are you like a museum? Have you stolen artifacts oh, from around yeah. the world? Is that what you, what you mean by uh, rich? No, I mean the riches from the earth, you know? Oh, okay. Like um, trees? Absolutely. Um, do you have a big family? Or do you Are you rich in the ways of uh, family? No, I'm just rich in the ways of money. And trees. And the world. Do you mm-hmm. have a uh, husband or a uh, lover? Stop it, Matt. I want... I'm here today. <laughs> I have my fish and they are satisfactory enough. I don't need a husband. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Satisfactory enough. Now, did you know Sam at all? Of course I knew Samuel. What do you mean? How would he have ended up in my tank if I didn't know him? <laughs> well, I was kind of wondering uh, about your previous experiences with Samuel by that question. Oh, fair. Oh, Samuel was the bookkeeper. Oh. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of money, you know, and I must have somebody keep the books. So I had him around pretty much 24-7. Just keeping books away keeping from books. you. Keeping books, mm-hmm. He would just kind of collect them in his arms? Yeah, managing the library and such. Where did these books come from? The library and such. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> so, like, the local library, then. No, he my cared... library. Your library. I'm rich. But where did... Okay, how do you... Call... How do you mm, How do you get the books from uh, where they originated to your library? I'm not sure Samuel did all that. Oh, no, so you you're just... making me emotional. I'm sorry. Would you like a tissue? Yes. There you go. Thank you. Can I have one? No. Oh, but I'm so dry. Okay. Or I guess wet. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> So you, yeah, you, I guess, pay him. He goes out, finds books from God knows where, brings them back to your house. Absolutely. That is his job. He's the bookkeeper. Were there any interesting, uh, weird books, like any sort of clues that you may uh, take from the books he was bringing in? You know what? There was this one. Mm. Yeah, it was about snakes. The one you're holding? Yeah, and Samuel knows how I despise snakes. I don't know why he would have brought it into the house. Hmm. Let me take a look. Okay, uh, Wembley Stadium and snakes. Doesn't seem like two things are really connected. Stadium? Stadium. Wembley Stadium. Wembley Stadium? Wembley Stadium. What is Wembley Stadium? Wembley Stadium is a stadium in England, it looks like. I'm just flipping through the book. And apparently, also, there are snakes in the world. Hmm. It's like an interesting <laughs> book. I can see how that would be traumatizing. Right? I thought, Samuel, why would you bring a book of snakes into my home? But I didn't question him because he's the bookkeeper. Oh, he... so you didn't say Samuel? I didn't. Why I did thought about it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed any snakes in your uh, in your in your residence? or stadiums? I do have a stadium in the backyard. A yes, stadium so that, in yeah, your backyard. Of course, what I ha- I'm rich. a stadium to an arena? Like a stadium, I've always viewed as bigger than an arena. So I'm just wondering what the uh... yeah stadium, arena, house. What makes what? 
The stadium is quite large, larger than the house, obviously. And, um, no, I haven't seen any snakes in it. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Just the stadium. Just the stadium. Just what the sport stadium. goes on there? All the sports that happen in stadiums. Uh, tennis. Uh, yes. Uh, basketball. Obviously. Uh, baseball. Mm-hmm. Football. Basket, basketball. Football, yes. Baseball. Um, mm-hmm. football. Lacrosse. Tennis. Tennis. That girls hockey. That Girl. one. <laughs> no, don't say it so dismissively, please. The girls hockey. You're, you're waving your hand in the air. Yeah. Yeah, why are you I think rolling it's your just eyes? As important. So well, you know, Samuel always loved the girls' hockey. He was always out there watching oh, the girls. Oh, a bit girls. of a perf. Well, I mean, Samuel was 24. I, it's understandable that he might have wanted to watch the girls' hockey. He was hockey. so young. And how old are you? Sorry, I, I, sorry for being so it's, rude. No, we'll also go around and answer that. Oh, yeah, I still don't know if you're wealthy. I'm very wealthy. And how old are you? Eight. And you... I'd rather... Well, a lady never tells her age. I mean, I'd rather not say. Can I take a look at your driver's license? Sure. Oh, okay. So you are 61 years old. No, 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 no. That's a fake license. Oh, to get you into clubs. So you are under 18. No, to get me into prestige parties. Oh, you have to be like 60. You have to be a certain age. Prestige parties. I don't even know what that concept is. Yeah, well, they're held outside the stadium. So just you have to use an ID to get into your own backyard? Well, it's outside the stadium. It's outside my backyard. Yes, you need to be 60. Oh, okay. Why would you designate that rule? I'm assuming you're making the rules, seeing you um, as on your property. Samuel made all the rules. Samuel I don't all... you know. You gave him a lot of responsibilities. Well, he was the bookkeeper. Mm, that's could... fair. Now, he's 24. How long has he been working for you for? About six years. About six years. Right. So mm-hmm. when he was 18, how did he you find He graduated high school and uh, said he didn't care to get a post-secondary education. And I mm-hmm. thought, well, I can't have this young boy out on the streets. I'll take him in. And he was quite good with books. Um, was there ever anything romantic between you and Samuel? Of course not. Hmm. I couldn't help but notice that when you were saying that he was watching the women uh, play uh, hockey... Um, that you had such a, a worried look in your eye. I'm just. Well, I was just afraid that one of them would hit the ball and it might hit him, and and, and yeah, when you said the girls' hockey, you were face. giving a big thumbs down and sticking out your tongue. Right. Well, you know they're young and beautiful, and I'm aging slowly and gracefully, obviously. And soon you'll be your driver's license. Ex- well, not quite that soon. Easy. Okay, so like under fifty. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll get there. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. I'm uh, here to solve one mystery. <laughs> so, did the fish ever, uh, well, did they ever tell you anything about what happened the day, uh, he was murdered or, or died? Of course they did. They said out of nowhere, Samuel was dumped into the fish tank. They dumped. didn't see He's who did it. In. They didn't see who did it. They just said he fell in. The blood was everywhere. I heard the screaming. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, take us through when you found the body. Well, I found the body in the fish tank. It was at the bottom. It was horrific. So you walk in. Is this morning? Morning, yes. Morning. You see the tank. Mm -hmm. You see him in it. I do. What's your first move? Um, Screaming. Smart. Uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. asking Simon. Simon, what happened? Simon! Little Simon. Little Simon. And he was just so traumatized he couldn't even speak of it. And did John C. Riley say anything about it? Well, John and I, I mean... We're not on speaking terms right now. We've had was our own a, falling out. Was so. there anything romantic between you and him? You know, John tried a few times, but I said, John, I'm not into fish. It's not my thing. We all have a John C. Riley purry story. <laughs> okay, so you walk in, you scream, 
Mm-hmm. You ask little Simon, he says nothing. Nothing. Do you, do you, are you the one to take the body out of the tank? Oh, no, no. You I have at the bottom of the tank. Um, that sunk to the bottom odd, of the it? tank. Uh, I, I, I don't know how long it takes for bodies to float, but I always uh, was under the understanding that when a body dies in the water, it floats to the top. So why was it at the bottom? Do you have any uh, idea on why that might be the case? I'm not sure, but that's a really great question. Mm-hmm. Was he a big fat guy? No, he was quite fit and attractive. How tall was he? Like ballpark. Oh, Samuel was about... Tall? Shorter? Tall, taller, shorter than me? Do, do you think um, you would intimidate me? Probably a that? bit taller a and taller far more attractive, obviously. Hey, I've heard it before. About Samuel specifically? <sighs> yeah, I know Samuel as well. <laughs> so he was down at the bottom. When he was fished out by someone else, did yes. you get a good look at his body? I did. So you mentioned blood was pouring into the tank. It was. From where? Did he have noticeable wounds? It looked like he had wounds all over his body. The most vulnerable part. About the whole thing. Was he uh, in the nude? You said all over his body. He was in the nude. <laughs> you, oh. I mean, I mean, it Why was did you awful. Flip your hair I mean, that I, high. That's it amazing. was. It was. He's just, not going to see this. It was a dreadful experience. <laughs> you just chugged a glass of wine and then and then licked your lips and smiled. <laughs> Rubbed your hands together. <sighs> Samuel. Anyway, it was. Did traumatizing. you have any idea how he ended up nude? Well, I'm guessing that the killer wanted to see his body. Mm, the most wrong. He was part. very attractive, Samuel. Okay, now when is the last time you saw him alive? The day before. The day before? Did everything seem normal? Well, I told you about the book about the snakes, but otherwise, was yes. Was that that day? That was that day. So he brings home a book about snakes that yes, day. Yes, yes. Very out of the blue. Normally right? he does not bring home snake books. No, he does not. He knows how I feel about them. Now, the wounds all over his body, I mm-hmm. have to ask, did they look like fangs at all? No, they didn't. No. They didn't. Um, they looked like cuts. Jagged cuts. cuts. From fangs? Well, now that you've said <laughs> it, I'm wondering. <laughs> Doesn't have to be. Hmm. Jagged cuts. Jagged cuts. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, is there anything in your house that could have caused this? Well, I'm rich. Everything in my house could cause a jagged cut. Everything's been sharpened, of course. You are rich. It seems like if you have this aquarium, you have the stadium, you probably have a a large selection of rooms in this house. Are there any rooms that are a little bit bizarre? Um, Whether it's like a billiards room or a lounge or a kitchen or Uh, the other rooms of Clue. Yeah, imagine a Clue board. And was there anything missing from your house, like a lead pipe, like a wrench? A rope. The classic murder weapons. A Colonel Mustard. Was Colonel Mustard missing? I do have a spy pen. You know, it's one of those pens that's not really a pen. Oh, what is it? It's a microphone. And then when you turn it upside down, the lady's clothes kind of sink off. Oh, my God. I know those pens. Oh, God. Well, not exactly. But that was in the tank with Samuel. Really? Yes. So he was naked. The pen with the microphone. Oh, with the microphone. Was the pen naked? Of course. So upside Aren't down. Aren't they all? Well, I mean, not if they're in the other position, but yes, I, I understand. <laughs> so the spy pen was in there. What do you normally use it for with this microphone? Who are you recording? Oh, you know, I just like to have it around to record the record going Samuel? the going ons of, of the household. Do you know how it is? Do you record Samuel? Sometimes. Where do you uh, put this pen? I put it in my pocket. Oh, to record Samuel. You're not okay. wearing anything with pockets right now. You're wearing a long gown. I'm wondering, is that? Uh, are you? Do you have the pen on you right now? 
No, the pen was in the aquarium. Oh, right. Ruins the, ruin, the water ruins the microphone. Right. I'm and a they, podcast house, I know. They this, tried. So. They tried to get the, the audio from it, but they couldn't. No, so you think there was something valuable on there? Possibly. Maybe Samuel was trying to leave me a message. I don't know. Now, when is the last time you saw the microphone if you normally keep it in your pocket? The day before. The day before. Mm-hmm. Where did you last leave it? In the study. In the study, that is for sure a clue board room. Mm-hmm. Did um, was there anyone visiting, like a Miss Scarlet or a, a professor of plums? I did have a <laughs> cleaning lady. Expert. He's a professor of plums. He tours around giving lectures on the virtues of plum. I did have a cleaning lady come in the house. Speaking of such, oh. huh. <laughs> what was uh, what was speaking of such? So speaking of Professor Plum or speaking, <laughs> speaking of visitors? Speaking of such visitors. I did have a cleaning lady come in the day before. Well, her name is just Janet. Janet, like, yellow? Janet Reno. Janet. (laughs) I don't know her last name. She's my servant. Oh, okay. That's not great. (laughs) I'm rich. big shrug from Lana. (laughs) Big shrug, and then she fell into a pile of confetti. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, when you last saw him... He had the snake book. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask him about it. What did you say? Did he say oh, anything just, to you? That... Oh, just the regular interaction between Samuel and I. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the last your lips again there. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, how are you, Samuel? You looking nice. You smell nice, etc., etc. Do you think he reciprocated your love? Of course. How does Samuel smell? Oh, a lot like man. A and after like, death? A lot. Wait, a lot like man. So something not exactly it's, it's man. It's just off. <laughs> so uh, what, what would you say is the, uh, the, this, uh, the thing that doesn't quite make him smell like man? Well, you know, um, he was young. So a lot like a young man, maybe. Mm, mm-hmm. A young man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I'm, so. I'm 24. Smell me. Mm, Axe deodorant body. Like six different kinds of Axe deodorant body spray? That's right. Hmm, interesting. Man, your room is covered with Maxim magazines. <laughs> I'm a cool guy. <laughs> We've talked about this. I, I'm, I'm getting a better picture of what cool guy means to you, at the very least. <laughs> so, regular interaction, whatever that means between yes. you and Samuel. Mm-hmm. He goes on his way, and then the cleaning lady comes? Absolutely. How did but I get left along? the house that day. You left? Where did you go? I went to play tennis, as I do. At the stadium. Of course. And they let you in because of your fake ID. <laughs> Well, I own the stadium. It's outside the stadium that I don't own. So you don't own the space between your house and the stadium. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Who owns that space? Oh, just my next door neighbor. <laughs> How did that happen? It's it's a complicated story. Who's your next door neighbor? Well, it's Jack. Jack? Jack Nicholson? Yes. Jack Nicholson. Oh, my God. You should get him for the fish. Well, you know, Jack and I, we have an off and on kind of relationship. So. Uh, anything romantic? Well, I mean, it I'm is. Sensing a theme. It is Jack. <laughs> well, Jack's a Hollywood uh, a lady killer. Is that true? He had that reputation for a long time. It's kind of uh, went by the wayside as he reaches his mid to late seventies. Uh, but he was even uh, he even uh, dated Lara Flynn Boyle uh, for a while from uh, The Practice. Wow, that was a big deal. In the Lara's really got nothing on me. No, no, you're you're uh, quite no, you're stunning, Lana, a very thank handsome you. woman. But, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> Am I? You are, um, in, in a Murphy Brown way, yes. You know, I will yeah, say... Google Murphy Brown and we'll see how I feel. <laughs> you do remind me of Samuel a little bit. Hmm. Age-wise? Age-wise, yes, absolutely. And also skin tone and eyes. Okay, glasses. Of course. 
So was he found with them? Because yes. you mentioned nude. Yes. He, he still had his glasses on. He still on. had his glasses on. Okay. So from what I know, not ready for sex. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. So you leave the house to go play tennis. Then the cleaning lady comes? Yes. How was Samuel and her relationship? Well, I thought completely platonic, but now I'm wondering about Janet. Did you see her after you found this body? No, I didn't. She'd already finished cleaning the house. How do you know she was there at all? Well, because she shows up every Wednesday from 2 to 7 p.m. Are you ever there? No, I play tennis. (laughs) It's a big house. That's true. Um... So you, you said you were concerned that they were lovers or that their relationship wasn't platonic. Um, why would that be your concern more so than the fact that they she might have potentially murdered him? Well, I can't imagine anyone murdering Samuel. I mean, he was well, so he was perfect. No, I mean it did happen, but I can't imagine anyone having a motive. How would you imagine that Samuel would kiss hypothetically? <laughs> oh, I mean Better just than that? just that? Oh, lovely. Mm-hmm. Open-mouthed, obviously. <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorite ways to kiss. Oh, yes, of course it is. It's my second favorite way to kiss. <laughs> and what's your first favorite? Clothes. Oh, <laughs> fish lips. <laughs> I like that way, too. Uh, there's two ways to toboggan, and there's two ways to kiss, in my opinion. <laughs> you release your tongue into their mouth? Yep, and then are you uh, release the lips. <laughs> what we're going to do is take a quick break. Uh, we've got a lot to think about here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't even know if the cleaning lady was there that day. This is just assumption. I'm sure she was there. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. Great. Hello. Hi. Hey, yes. how's it going? Oh, you fucking nailed it that time. Oh, thank you. That wow. was great. I, I know what to do now. <laughs> uh, we're still here uh, with Matt. Yep. We are still here with Lana Termack. Yes, that's right. Uh, you are a very rich person. I am very rich. How did you you gain all this wealth? Oh, I'm hungry. I, You're, bye! I, uh, <laughs> I, um, I inherited all of my wealth from my father who passed when I was a young girl. Oh, okay. So you've never really worked a job? No, never. Working is for peasants. So your father passed away, leaves you this whole estate. Absolutely. Minus the land. The in-between, uh, we call just it. land. Mm-hmm. The in-between. Mm-hmm. That right. belongs to Jack. Right. Nicholson. Of, of course. Of course. Your next door neighbor. Uh, you've had several encounters with other celebrities who voice your fish. Yes. Uh, by absolutely. that you mean they've taught your fish to mimic them. Absolutely. Uh, including little Simon, who's oh. most distraught. Oh, so uh, distraught. When the body of Samuel Fisher, uh, ironic name. Well, it's just his name. Yes, but it is ironic now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, I mean, it's just his name. I only know him as Fishy. Oh, you only call Sam Fishy. I mean, it was just our nickname between the two of us. For each other? No, just for him. It's very emotional. Because you found him dead in the tank at the bottom. At the bottom of the tank with the pen. Was he weighed down by anything? It didn't seem that way. Didn't seem that way. Maybe emptied of all his blood. He's just bone. Yeah. Bone heavy? Could have been. Uh, so he was down there with that microphone pen that you were using to secretly record him? Yes. He didn't know about it? He didn't know. He didn't know about it? I just wanted to make sure I knew about his going-ons. You leave the pen in the study. Of course. Where he reads his books. Where he reads his books. And I record his (laughs) going-ons. And you just stand behind him, pen in your book. Well, no, I leave the pen on the desk. Tick-tock, tick-a-da-tock-tock, tick-tock. Goes the knocks, tick-tock. Okay, someone doesn't know how to knock. Oh. Tick-tock, Hello? 
TikTok. It look could also who, just be a clock. Look who it is. Ha <laughs> ha, it's I, the clock that lives inside of the mansion. This is a giant grandfather clock. Yes, and I also speak much like the fish of this house. Who taught you to speak? Ah, but of course it was noted thespian Liam Neeson. He taught you to mimic his voice. Yes, I have a perfect impersonation of Liam Neeson, as you can tell. Oh, the oh things I do. Give me back my data, you card. Oh, this feels so uh, Beauty and the Beast-esque. Thank you. <laughs> uh, t- t- take a seat, I guess, or just no, well, fall over. Fall Welcome. Oh, hello. <laughs> nice hello. to be here. Hello. Uh, How are you, Lana? Oh, I'm quite well, Clock. <laughs> it's been a while. You can call me Clock anytime you'd like. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen you. You haven't been around the house very often ever since the death. Oh, well, I mean, it's been very emotional. Mm, of course. Clock strikes one. Not having fun. <laughs> oh, you, you, have, you come with rhymes? Ah, Clock strikes two. How do you do? <laughs> Yeah, we, we are talking about the death of Samuel, actually. Mm, very fishy. sad. Very sad. Well, uh, what room are you normally stationed in? I am usually stationed in the aquarium! <laughs> no, inside! Yes, yes, In yes, the but... aquarium room, clock. That's very true, in the aquarium room. But uh, that day, uh, Lana actually moved me several rooms over. Why did you do that? Well, um, Janet was coming by, and I knew the clock needed a cleaning, so I moved him to the kitchen where I knew she would get him. Mm, yes, and truly she did clean my clock, as she slapped me across the face when I said something truly inappropriate. <laughs> what did you say? I said, uh, clock strikes ten. Um, meet me in the den. Oh. Sex den. <laughs> you have a sex den? Obviously, I'm rich. <laughs> There are seven sex dens, each one more lewd than the last. <laughs> Clock, stop telling him all of our secrets. Mm, Clock strikes five. Samuel's not alive. That's right, and we're trying to figure out what happened to him. So you moved away from the aquarium for the death. Yes, it was very sad. At the funeral, I read a poem, and then Clock strikes eleven. Maybe Samuel's in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I like even in the eulogy, you give a little doubt in there. I'm an atheist! <laughs> what god would create me? <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, do you visit the study at all? The study, yes, for I'm quite learned in many different factions of the world. Is that where all the books are kept? No, that's the library. The so. library, yes. It's next to but the you study. go to the study to read. Yes, of course. The study so- is filled with podcasts where I learn a lot of things. Stuff you should know. Um, I, uh, that's how I remember it. I learned a lot about movies. Apparently they're all full of fucking wastes of time. <laughs> full of a lot of John Richardson. Honestly, he's prolific. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, that's where Samuel goes. When's the last time you saw him? When was the last time I saw him? Samuel, yeah. Yeah, Samuel came by, and as usual, he was asking what time it is when I was trying to have a conversation about, say, what the leaves look like outside, for I am not allowed to leave the house. That is correct. Mm -hmm. Why not? Well, clock can't possibly leave the house. I mean, if people knew I had a talking clock, they'd wonder what else I have. My house would be raided. What else do you have? All all sorts of talking things. Horrible things. (laughs) Satanic things. Clock. Ah! <laughs> she twisted my hour head. Now, Samuel, you, the last time you saw him, he came, he asked what the time was. Yes. 
uh, and he leaves, everything seem normal? Well, yes, he mentioned that he was off to go uh, deliver the book uh, of snakes uh, to Lana. And he said, I bet this won't make her happy, but I don't care. What's the worst she could do? <gasps> I can't believe that. Mm-hmm. Now, Samuel what? only wanted to make me happy, Clock. You're, You're right. just jealous. I made it. Oh, oh, let's not bring up our old affair. Was there ever anything romantic between you two? But, <clears throat> between Clock and I? No, no, never. Of course not, Clock. Maybe a romantic isn't a quite well enough word, for we spent a lot of time in sex den number five. Wow, that's five out of seven on the lewd scale. Wow, we were going to go to sex den number four, but she demanded sex den number more. <laughs> Clock! I'm sorry. <laughs> that was private information. Now, what would, what would you have done to Samuel that made him want to give you a snake book? Because obviously he was perturbed. Well, I've only ever done nice things for Samuel. But that day, think back. Is there anything you could have done? I mean, I did cancel the girls' hockey game. What? It was the finals! I mean, but the stadium needed to be redone, redecorated. It was just refurbished by the municipal government. They gave $44 million. So I canceled the game. I don't know, maybe that upset him, but I was tired of watching him watch... The girls. You are tired of watching him smooch Cassandra. <gasps> Cassandra. What? He was he was having a relationship with one of the girls on the in the semifinal. After she scored the winning goal, Samuel rushed on to the turf, picked her up by the wrists, <laughs> spun her around, henceforth for four hours straight. I know. I'm a clock, and then. <laughs> It was horrible. It was romantic. She was quite dizzy. It was it was awful. I I couldn't bear to see that again, so I canceled the game. When you say that Samuel's relationship was reciprocated, what do you mean? I mean, we loved each other. Are I gave Samuel sure everything he wanted. All the money in the world, he had it. Right. But did he ever acknowledge that? Did he ever say he had feelings towards you? Well, yes, he said, I love your money. Okay. I am money, so I knew he loved me. And then he goes... She is a literal talking stack of money, as you can tell. Clock. I'm in a big gown. In a big gown. A big, beautiful gown. <laughs> Say what you will about her as a person. Her sense of style is beyond reproach. Yeah, I was just looking at your driver's license this whole time, and that's a person. But now that I'm kind of getting a closer look at you, you are a talking stack of money. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Did you notice how much change shot out of her mouth when she said that? <laughs> what made you guys talk? You mentioned something satanic. Mm-hmm. What is the ritual? When you want an object to speak, what do you do? Oh, I circle it three times and then blow it a kiss and there we have it. <laughs> Clock, is that true? Mm, it's something like that, except Satan is there as well. With his horns, and his hooves, and his ladies. <laughs> he comes with all his ladies? He comes with ladies who are very polite. Are they good at hockey? They are, no. <laughs> they were eliminated in the semifinals. And oh, if you've ever seen someone get so angry, you should see Satan after his team loses. <laughs> so there's multiple reasons for you to cancel this game. 
Absolutely. Mm, yes, Satan himself was not very happy with Samuel and his team that defeated his earlier. You could say that Satan and her murdered him. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just a clock. <laughs> One of his rhymes. <laughs> I forgot rhymes. <laughs> What do you have to say for yourself? Is that true? <clears throat> Possibly. I mean, maybe I had something to do with Samuel's death. I, I don't know. It's all such a blur. It's a blur. So it, this wasn't about the cleaning lady or anything. Oh. This was about Cassandra. <gasps> and this was about you getting revenge on Samuel. <sighs> you... I, mean, I mean, he told me he loved me. Your, your money. And my money. Oh, do you think it was, I love you, I love your, you are money? Yes. Oh, okay. Samuel spoke with very <laughs> weird grammatical sentences. <laughs> he made a lot more sense when you saw the written word of what he said. So he kisses Cassandra. You cancel the game. He decides to get revenge. He buys a snake book, shows it to you. <gasps> it was so emotional. I told him he should leave. He should run away from this house of damnation as quickly as he could move his little feet. But he didn't clock because he loved me. Want- I love you too. <laughs> oh, clock. You know it can never be. Why? You're not human. Neither, Neither are you. You are a stack of cash. And I guess some dimes? It's more human than you'll ever be, clock. You have no emotional depth. You and your rhymes and your games. I can't believe you're filling me with hate. I can't believe... Did you just teach him hate? Sure. (laughs) Four, five, six, seven, eight. I am filled with disdain for you! (laughs) (sighs) All right. This is how it happened. Samuel kissed Cassandra, and I I canceled the game because I couldn't see it again, and then he turned up dead in the aquarium. That's all I know. That's how it happened. That's how it (laughs) happened. He turned up dead. Well, that does it for me. (laughs) No, wait. Clock, have you noticed anything sharp that's gone missing? Zero, one, two, three. I can't believe I've seen the bee. (gasps) The bee! Yes. Now, is this uh, an insect? Is this a letter? It is an insect. The, the sharpest stinger. The sharpest stinging bee of all time. Voiced by noted Canadian actor Paul Gross! <laughs> Who's ever noted Paul Gross? Um, uh, the TV Guide. <laughs> Check out 1998's TV Guide for when they... Uh, when Men with Brooms premiered. <laughs> Men with Brooms! Uh, yes, it was a it was a TV show. <laughs> There's a bee in your house. Of course there is. And it hasn't been seen since. Oh well, bee. Um, no, in fact, I haven't seen bee recently. Is bee under your command? Is bee animate? I guess it is if it's voiced by Paul Gross. Has a stinger. Bee has a sharp, sharp stinger. Right. The thing is about this bee is if it stings you once, it's like you've been stung a thousand times. <gasps> Samuel had what seemed like a thousand lacerations Sharp, on his... Sharp, jagged cuts. On just his like body. a sting. Well, yeah. it all makes sense now. Who would have thought that 
A character we didn't even know about was what killed Samuel this entire time with no motive. And that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. I want to thank Matt Probst, who does our theme song. You can like us on Facebook, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, email us at iTunes. Uh, is there anything... Ooh, Lana. Yes. Uh, is there anything you want people to check out? Um, you must be lonely in your house. You must be watching a lot of TV. Um, <clears throat> no, I don't watch any TV. I just sit and cry about Samuel. Clock, anything you want people to check out? Yes, please check out Taken 3, where I, Liam Neeson, get my daughter back. And I say a third time's the charm, if you believe in ghosts. Because in the next Taken movie, Taken 4, back for more, we'll... We'll, uh, I don't give a shit, I don't know, check out Beer Beer Comedy every Friday night at the Social Capital Theater. <laughs> Can I hear that famous Taken quote? Ah, uh, give me back my daughter, you, you old cod. Keep your stick on the X. Killed to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky. Special thanks to Katie Lore, Matt Probst, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Kill to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 